Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. With the dawning of a new year, businesses across the globe may take time to reassess their geopolitical, physical, and financial security. Also on the list of risks, economic espionage. In the past few years, the number of cybercrimes has ballooned. So what's in the outlook for 2021? Thomas Abihanna, Stratfor's global security analyst, is here with guidance. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about what espionage trends do businesses have to worry about in 2021? So, yeah, during 2021, we do expect economic espionage, so loosely defined as the practice of stealing property, intelligence practices, or other proprietary or sensitive information for economic gain. Um, We do consider that to be a significant concern for businesses throughout the year. Uh, Primarily, what we look at at Stratfor is state-sponsored economic or industrial espionage. And uh, so much of this theft can be done through traditional espionage techniques, i.e. recruiting an employee that works at the specific company or surreptitiously infiltrating that facility. Or, on the other hand, we could, and a trend that you mentioned earlier um, that we've seen becoming more and more common is cyber espionage. So that can be hacking a company's server, um, databases, or other digital storage devices, including phones and tablets and things of that nature, um, in order to obtain that sought-after information. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, a lot of this is done by nation-states, a primary The primary concerns that um, Western intelligence agencies have raised um, for those Western businesses, so mostly in the U.S. and in Europe, um, have been actions by uh, the Chinese intelligence services, uh, Russian intelligence services, uh, and then actually a few that they've raised um, concerns about from North Korea, uh, Iran, and other actors. And it is worth noting that You don't have to worry about this type of espionage only if you are in China or if you're in Russia or um, if you're actually in those countries. The global nature of the business environment means that these countries can reach out and impact businesses um, really no matter where they are. Of course, Thomas, one of the biggest stories of the last four years has been the infiltration of voting and social media. So how are these trends in spying different from previous years? So, yeah, there there is that huge digital aspect to it um, in that we've had really a proliferation of different cyber tools becoming more and more available to state actors and then also non-state actors. And they've been able to use this toolkit in order to infiltrate specific servers, databases. Uh, And then we've even had instances where uh, specific cell phones have been hacked. And through through those cell phones, you're able to gain uh, a lot of information. And it's not just we've had these... um, I would say advanced espionage efforts by countries with large intelligence apparatuses uh, with a lot of funding, manpower, and, and other resources in order to put towards that. So you do have these sophisticated techniques, but then you also, like I mentioned, 
had a proliferation of that to smaller state actors as well. Um, so you've had reports come out of Africa over the past year of governments on that continent uh, using cyber tools in order to spy on opponents, in order to steal specific information. And uh, the other thing that I would say that's going to make spying different in 2021 uh, as opposed to previous years, is the trend that's really changed everything in the world over the past year, uh, COVID. Um, mm -hmm. The COVID-19 pandemic, I'm not breaking any news here and saying that changed everything. Um, <laughs> and even throughout 2021, as we return to relative normalcy um, throughout the year, the impacts of COVID are likely to stay with us for years to come. And many of those are going to impact the economies of specific countries and the global economy. And so whenever we're looking at the interest and intent of countries to actually conduct that economic espionage, to steal those business secrets and practices, if your economy is not doing so well, you're going to be more incentivized to try to steal deal things that are going to give you a leg up on other countries. Um, and so if you do have that, and when what we've seen had that economic downturn, you have countries that are going to be more incentivized to do that. So that's something that businesses are going to have to worry about in 2021, is essentially countries trying to get um, a leg up in economic recovery, and a primary means of doing that is through industrial espionage. And I would say the, the final point that makes things different is a lot of businesses are going to be more vulnerable to infiltration or penetration because of the shifting work environments. We've had a lot of companies and employees begin working from home over the last eight or nine months. And then as we go into 2021 and things begin to return to some relative normalcy, you're going to have a lot of people either going back to centralized office locations or stay working from home. And as you have these shifting work environments, that creates a more vulnerable uh, digital infrastructure if you have information and other things being decentralized, essentially just more targets for a state actor uh, to go after. Thomas, what are the implications for companies going forward? So, I mean, the, the first implication is pretty straightforward. If you are a company and you do have your um, proprietary information, your customer list, your uh, trade secret stolen, that has an impact on the company itself just economically. Um, and then there are also those reputational risks. Uh, if you as a company, um, if it's publicized that your information is stolen, um, one, it, it's just bad press, and then two, it shows that maybe your cyber and or digital security uh, is not necessarily elite or able to, to withstand a hostile actor. But I do think that it's worth noting in looking specifically at economic espionage, you may not see it all play out in the public sphere in 2021 or really any year for that matter. Uh, espionage is a long and complicated process. And so I, I would say two different things for that. Uh, one, if you do have state actors begin to apply 
specific spies to go after uh, specific industries, companies, individuals, things of that nature. The recruitment cycle that a lot of those spies go through, um, the spotting, the assessing, the developing, the pitching, the production, uh, everything else, that can take months and even years to actually pay out. So if you do have uh, state actors say, hey, I need this specific piece of technology, and let's say, for example, they task that in February of 2021, you may not see results for that until months and even years in advance. So we could see fruits from this play out in 2022, 2023, um, and going forward. The other thing I would add is a lot of times with this espionage, even if it's successful and you do have a substantial impact, you may not actually see that publicly released. Like I mentioned, there are those reputational risks of companies who have been stolen or are penetrated may not be incentivized to tell everyone, hey, guys, we're vulnerable. And then the, the final thing I would say is it may not be publicly released because the company itself may not know it's been penetrated. The best spies, the most successful intelligence operations are the ones you actually never hear about. If you do have spies able to successfully penetrate a company, exfiltrate the information that they need, and get away with it without anyone knowing the better, that's what you call a successful intelligence operation. Um, so we could, and we are likely to um, have a surge of that espionage activity. However, you may not necessarily see it in all the headlines simply because of the nature of espionage. Good food for thought for the new year. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you for having me, Emily. Thomas Abihana is a global security analyst with Stratfor and Rain. If you'd like to read more about security risks for individuals and businesses, sign up for Stratfor's free newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.